You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 401 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another edition of Cooperative Multiplayer, the official Foreign Game Zone podcast, where we promise that we'll probably talk a lot more games this week than we did last week. <laughs> so, uh, with me this week are my normal two co-hosts, Mr. Robert Cooper and Daniel Anderson. How you guys doing? I'm good. I think... Oh. Oh no! See, I was about to say, uh, I was about to think he was going to like hello, and then I was going to intro the classic line from Keenan and Kel, but I guess I'll have to uh, save that for later. And with us once again, Game Zone Eight Ball Rider, Mr. Mark Morrison. How are you? I'm getting better. <laughs> better yeah, than out of the food zone. poisoning, eh? Oh. Yep. At least he's not the game zone's eight ball seller. <laughs> it would earn me more money if I was. That's true. <laughs> My friends make fun of me and they're like, Yeah, I gotta go do a podcast. They're like, Oh, you mean that thing you don't get paid for? I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. god, stop sounding like my mom. My wife. <laughs> yeah. At least we don't pay okay, well I'm not gonna say that. My wife's actually really nice about it. The only time she gets mad is that you know, if I like spend the whole day doing something for it, and then I don't do stuff with the the daughter or whatever, that's when she gets mad. But yeah, the mom always rags on me like, "You don't get paid for this stuff. Why do you waste so much time?" Well, if we don't dedicate time to it, then it's gonna suck horribly, and then no one will listen to it. So yeah, yeah I mean, hey, at least it's not like I'm ruining my life with other things. Right, I mean, it's not like, you know, there's a ton to do at 11 o'clock, midnight, you know, all that, other than maybe sleep or unless you're working or whatever. I mean, what do you actually be doing right now? Like, uh, learning how to juggle, that's the thing, doing homework, which I probably will be doing in a second. Oh boy, I get to you know, talk about the English, learn, teaching the English as a second language, you know, that thing. Oh boy. Hey, that can be fun with the right people in your class. Well, it's like a six-person class. But it's, it's it's fun. I get to talk. As we've learned from this podcast, if I get to talk, it's a good day. <laughs> well, let's start how we start most podcasts. What have you guys been playing? Daniel? I've been playing Diablo 3. Still... A greatly improved game that I'm enjoying, surprisingly enough. If Blizzard had only released this finished product instead of the crap that we got in the initial release, they'd still have a lot more goodwill. Uh, and I'm also looking forward to Tuesday when I will be picking up Halo. Picking up what? Halo. Oh, Halo. Yes. That game comes out, and Assassin's Creed Unity and Rogue come out on the same day, so... Assassin's Creed Unity! 
like the scene from Chappelle's show where Rick James punches Charlie Murphy in the head. Nothing. Bam. Mark? Uh, I've been playing uh, some more Lost Odyssey, only a little of that, and I've been dumping a lot of time into Binding of Isaac Rebirth. How you liking that? Uh, I like it a lot. A recent patch kind of screwed it up on PC, but it's a great game, and it's not built in Flash anymore, so it actually works well. That always helps. Yeah. Robert? Well, so Final Fantasy thirteen went back to the library today, this week, so I uh, didn't get much time with it over the past week. I really tried to like carve out time to play that godforsaken shithole of a game that I'll probably buy anyways. Damn it, I'm at least going to finish it. <laughs> I mean, unlike a lot of things that you pour 50 hours into and then never come back to, you know, like a lot of probation, at least this looks kind of ending to it, allegedly. I'd like to at least do that. But I left off on the final uh, Eidolon fight, the one where it's you and Vanille and Fang versus uh, that spider leg one. Yeah, that pissed me off after an hour. Fuck this. I got, I got things to do, make chores. So when you buy it, is that what your attitude is going to be too? Because you're going to eventually, you'll have paid money for it. So. Well, well, yeah, I mean, it won't be much. Like, shit, I could have got it at a local pawn shop like six bucks. Like this guy sold off his, uh, sold all of his fucking uh, Final Fantasy games, it seems. They had Final Fantasy 3 and uh, 4 Heroes of the Light. There's like a few DS games that were over at that pawn shop. And there was Final Fantasy and I thought about buying Skyrim for the Xbox, and then I realized just what I need in my life, another RPG that I'll sink 100 hours into, because I've already played. Yeah, but I thought you liked that game. Oh, I adore that game. There are other things I have to do with my life. Like, eventually play Mass Effect, that I've had for a year and a half. Oops. I mean... Unfortunately, I did the thing I usually do, where I get like obsessed with one thing for a while, like all like yesterday, last night, and today. I've been watching anime. Yeah, that's a thing. So, so eventually, I'll get back to playing, you know, those video game things. Because it's not like my stack of video games is getting any smaller. It's really not. Like I have Diablo two that's sitting over here that I've not installed. You know, I, I got to get the cow level guys. I have Diablo 2 installed. I'm still debating whether I'm going to try to beat Diablo 1 or just screw all of it. And I, I played Diablo 1 for about two hours and was like, this is too hard. And not for like, not, not well, yeah, it was too hard and that's why I stopped. It wasn't really like, I don't know. I mean, the game was just kicking the shit out of me and I wasn't enjoying it because it's old as hell. So, yeah, fuck. Play Diablo One in the PS One for God's sake. No, I remember that system. One that uh, I think went on dental floss and a hamster. <laughs> but uh, oh, and I got Metro Twenty Thirty Three. Totally should install that. Thank you, humble bundle. It was free. Yeah, you should install that. Yeah, it's a good game. But my laptop can't run it. Actually, I spent like. Uh, Solid three hours playing Bleach versus Crusade last night. I completed like the entire story mode in the night. Well, not the entire, but I completed the main story. 
because it's funny, because it only followed the anime to a certain point, and then they're like, oh, uh, yeah, you get to be eyes now. Like, this isn't how the fight went at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you go face his eyes, and okay, uh, and you kill him. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> I guess this is the filler bullshit ending we get. Uh, rather than the other ending where it's like, if uh, he tries to kill him, and he's like, nope, nope, I'm eyes. Ha, 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 you've been under my illusion the entire time. Ha, ha, ha. And he turns into Mandark. I'm kidding. He really does. He turns into like this like, evil, like e- evil guy that takes like all the all the people kick his ass. Actually, no, it took like two people. I could keep going. I like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the only game I played this week is a little game called Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. Oh boy. Uh. I just happen to be at Publix, (laughs) and they have a red box in there, and I was like, you know what? It's here for PS3. They screw you on the 360. You have to get both discs in order to play the campaign. So I was like, nope, not buying it, not wasting more money than I need to. So uh, I ended up liking it and beat the campaign in like a day and a half. So I beat it at like 4 in the morning I think like on a on a Thursday or something. That's so, the usual length. <laughs> it's like seven hours. Really? Like my coworkers are like, oh, it's a lot longer than the usual one. It took me like yeah. a day. Well, it is. That's still longer than usual. I think Call of Duty Ghost was like four hours. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? It just felt longer because it was bad. <laughs> yeah. God, like if your campaign is almost as long as The Godfather, you got something wrong going there. Well, I mean, it's not really... I mean, I, I'll say this. I, I really enjoyed it a lot more than I have, like, the past Call of Duties. Uh, the, of course, having Kevin Spacey play his House of Cards character doesn't hurt either, because I really love House of Cards. But uh, I, I think they try with the story. The way it ends is stupid. But the the rest of the story is, I thought, was well done. Uh, you actually play a person instead of feeling like you're just this guy that's there and there's some sort of mission. It sort of feels like you're they're trying to tell this movie in this short amount of time. And some of it comes off well, some of it doesn't. Uh, they add a lot of stuff from like, you know, towards the end you start getting to control the mechs. So they add some Titanfall stuff in there where you control mechs and that's fun. Uh... The uh, the city stuff is like the city, the environments you play in are like not only huge feeling, but like really awesome at times. I I mean I know a lot of people are experiencing like lag issues on the the other the next gen systems, but I didn't have any problem with the PS3 playing multiplayer or single player at all. Uh, I, I, the 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 only other thing I would say is that uh, some of the stuff that they take, the uh, the getting to grab cover is cool, and the little exosystems, that was fun. The little, the exosuit where you get to actually, like, have the abilities and stuff like that, I think that adds a lot to the game because the guys move faster, and, uh, like, there's a grenade you can throw that shows you where all your enemies are, and you can just kill them while they're in that, in that mode. Like in, like in a heat-seeking mode. It's really cool. And 
there's even a stealth mission in this game, which is rare uh, in Call of Duty games. <laughs> so. That brings me back to Lord of Shadow 2. Oh, we lost Mark. Uh, yeah, I bet you he had the same reaction to stealth missions that I did. It's actually one too bad. You get to use like a grappling hook thing and kill people with it. Was there a water bubble? Oh, sorry, guys. Hey, man, it's Kevin Winslow calling you guys up, man. What's it? Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> hey, I hey, uh, you were like yelling you guys, in there, Gary. You, Thank you. You guys talking about uh, uh, self missions and uh, grappling and stuff, man. That's getting me all bothered, man. What, what, what you guys doing? Oh. I don't know what you guys talk about, man. I'm getting all up in the crib and getting that stuff going. Man. Oh, that's my favorite thing about the Boston market, man. Ooh, Boston market. So, how do you like your old team beating the Steelers today? Come oh, on. man. I love them, man. I told them guys for the game, I said, you know what, man, you want to beat them? You want to beat those feelings, man? You got to get it going. You got to get that, you know, that, all that stick them off your hands and you green stop, man. You get slippery. You slip out of them tackles. You go 100 yards, baby. Oh, that's good stuff, man. Oh. I already told them boys, I think of the Boston market, they won. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, man. They know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, man, I, I'm just curious. You guys, you know, I haven't talked to you guys in a long time. I'm just kind of curious, man. And we got some new games coming out this next year. going to do a lot more self-campaigning, man, because I don't like to do all that multiplayer, man. I'm all about the, you know, self-indulgence. you know, Oh, yeah, we know all about your self-indulgence, too. Yo, are we are we getting are we getting a Cal Winslow Pro Football like 2015? You know, where, where you get to play in the prison leagues? Oh God, seriously! Oh, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. already had that game. It's called Blitzer League too. I'm sure it will be much better than. than <laughs> oh man, man, the Winslow kind of football is called touch football. So I'm talking about. I like a touch. Well, you beat football. yourself. That's yeah, terrible. That is that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There are children that might listen to this show, Come Winslow. You, you should be ashamed oh, of yourself. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Just get a little excited when we're talking about, you know, self-indulgence and all that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> how many times does that happen today? <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing tonight? It's good to talk to you. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Poor Mark. He's probably like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Going since since uh, January, where NFL tied in. Kellen Winslow Jr. was caught masturbating in a car, and then he claimed he was looking for the Boston market. So we have rode this pony very much like Mr. Winslow rode himself. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Yeah, uh, at least uh, at least we haven't talked about opening the door and getting shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not it's not the college fault that getting played hit me with your best shot. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I do have a serious game question for you guys. So. Okay. okay. I, yeah, I know this is surprising, and I, I don't want you guys to fall over. But uh, and and what the worst part about this is, I don't remember the name of the game. But uh, a band, which Robert Cooper may know the name of the band. Uh, there's a band that just released a game for mobile devices, and I believe it has something to do with uh, Kingdom, and you have to go through all these different levels. You guys can know what I am talking about. Kingdoms at a bunch of different levels. Sounds like a lot of games. It's a very complicated game, apparently. And uh, it just recently came out. It was in development for three years. And Chris Jericho has actually played with this band on tour. I'll have to look it up anyway. Oh, I just thought if you guys... I like you saying Spot Finger Death Punch. I know it's not, though. It's oh, <laughs> it's another band it's Chris Jericho plays with the yeah I think it's anyway. at least they did Hail to the King oh uh whatchamacallit yeah the uh what's your event sevenfold made a game yeah 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 that's the one do you get to put on your eyeliner while you're playing it douchebags <laughs> That's a shot know. of N7. <laughs> you know what's bad? As he was describing the game, I kept thinking about the Terrence and Phillip mobile game from the last episode of South Park. Uh, it's true. <laughs> I kept thinking of the Shannon Tweed game. <laughs> I was thinking of Chase the Chuck Wagon. Uh, you always have to get that in, don't you? <laughs> I mean, what can I say? You know, I like to kind of slide it in there. Like, you know, a good good old thing of uh, Boston Market gravy. Oh, man. Uh, at least goes back to that. Well, I mean, you know, statistics say that all roads lead to Kellerman Blow. Oh. Everything does. This is a circle. It's a circle of life. Everything goes back to Kellerman. It's a circle jerk. That was, uh, okay. This well, has been derailed long enough. Uh, and yeah. a train is leaving the station, and it pulled a challenger. Speaking of that derailing, is a terrible oh, freaking reference right now. Considering that one, the Virgin Gaming, whatever the Virgin, uh, oh yeah, yeah, spaceship blew up. Yeah, that's a. Uh, Good job, Robert. I mean, it could be, it could be worse. <laughs> At least they like to hit a city. Yeah. <laughs> At least that didn't happen. It, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. At least it didn't kill the amount of people who bought Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Well, yeah. That's that would have been bad too. That's a lot. Well, of who knows? Maybe a lot of these people that are having the issues already took it back. So. It's a lot of affliction jokes. <laughs> that and for the event sevenfold game too. <laughs> oh God! Oh, not even Metallica did that. I don't think One of Kiss did that. They had Kiss pinball. Fucking whores. Yeah. God. At least Metallica made a good game of themselves. Oh yeah, they get to hear Metallica. The guitar hero, Avenged Sevenfold. Hmm. What if it comes with a bottle of eyeliner? 
Well, Rock Band was pretty much Event Sevenfold for a while. That's yeah. like all the all the stuff people would play online. Really? See, like they had two full Megadeth albums. Like seriously, he could have played that. Would've been fine. I promise. Okay, before we get too much in the middle, we'll turn into another podcast here. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, we got through that. Uh, well, Gary, we're gonna like talk Doctor Who covered. first before we. Oh, okay, do, uh, yeah. Gaming that's stuff. fine. I'll let so, you guys. I mean, if you want to sit on and listen, that's fine. I would, I would love to, but my wife is gonna murder me if I don't go watch Walking Dead with her. So, um, oh, I will oh. get off. Like, you better set that Wii remote down. Like. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> but <laughs> the one thing we'll ask real quick. That is guys not know. funny. Stop with that <laughs> terrible joke. You're still laughing. Uh, I love it. Uh, the one last thing I'll ask is, you know, 4PC comes out, and uh, the one thing I wanted to know, Sean, was uh, who won it this week? And not only that, uh, the last week, who what uh, Assassin's Creed modes do people want? That, I, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but for people that don't read the article and need to read it, uh, I'm kind of curious. Uh, what was the Daniel most popular? Won. Okay, awesome, Daniel. Congrats. And see, I don't. The the points are arbitrary, but I actually award the winner whoever actually did the best, unlike Randall, who sometimes would just, you know. <laughs> Sometimes have Canada win for no reason. Well, uh, yeah, whoever's closest to Canada wins. I get that. Right. Uh, <laughs> Unlike most sports. I think it was... Uh, we had... Wait, which one did you... Who, which setting did you think uh, would have been best, Daniel? For uh, I said do something in gr- ancient Greece have the main character be a member of Alexander the Great's army and you can travel to the different places, Egypt and Persia and India, tracking down whatever you're looking for. I thought Todd's was the most interesting just because they would probably never do it, but it would be fun to see them do it. Todd said the Roaring Twenties. Oh, uh, That'd be awesome too. John Cash said they might as well just do it in World War Two since we already have all the others stuff in World War Two, and have zombies in there. Uh, Fucking Japan. Like, seriously. Fucking Edo period. There you go. They said, uh, actually, that was the whole point of the question, was Ubisoft said that Feudal Japan would be too familiar for gamers because there have been so many games set in Feudal Japan. Not necessarily. There are many different eras of Feudal Japan. You're well, right. It's all the same. <laughs> Gary said they should just have it in the middle of the Vietnam War. <laughs> dude, you, dude, you could pop out of the fucking spider hole and kill the. Yeah, the whole reason I wanted to do it in Vietnam is so I can go kill Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. You mean the goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I should have said that. I want to re I want to rebut that statement because I don't want to get sued because I will tomorrow. I'll get a letter in the mail. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, if I, Jesse I meant, Ventura listens to this uh, podcast. He really doesn't know. Life. <laughs> it's just 
I meant Ace Ventura. That's the guy I was talking about. Uh, everyone. Oh, uh, so. you going to be talking with his ass? You're going to fucking stab him? Who de gras? Well, you guys have an awesome podcast. Go enjoy your Doctor Who talk. Uh, although I haven't read Doctor Seuss in a long time, so it's been a, I, I couldn't be a part of this conversation. <sighs> so, um, anyway, <laughs> well, you guys have a great night, and I will talk to you later. Alrighty. My favorite doctor is Dr. Good Medicine Woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Later. the second yeah. part of the Doctor Who <laughs> finale aired on Saturday. Uh, we even had a teaser for the Christmas special kind of happen during the credits, which is funny. They just like cut off the credits and then we're just going to have this teaser happen. Uh, do you feel like the finale wrapped up the season well? What'd you like about it? And just, you know, overall, Daniel? Uh, I do think that it wrapped it up pretty well, and it also went a little bit further back and wrapped up how Clara first got the doctor's phone number. Uh, I think as neatly as it's wrapped up we're going to see it undone in the Christmas special somehow. I don't know if it's going to be a return of the mistress slash master if it's going to be related to it if I don't know how it's going to work but I have a things just ended we're at two set of an ending to continue plus we saw during the trailer that they've released that Clara is in it so she's not as gone as the episode would make you believe but, I mean, I enjoyed it. I did, I've seen some mixed reviews online from people, but I feel like it's more people nitpicking the show than actually sitting back and enjoying it. Mark? Uh, I enjoyed it also. Uh, I'm, pretty, I'm probably a little more nitpicky about certain things. Like, I just wanted more of it, especially regarding, like, Missy. Uh, I don't think she's dead at all. I think... That was just a ruse or something. Um, I but most, honestly, when do villains in Doctor Who really ever die, anyway? Well, yeah. But the thing is, is I'm pretty. Like, they'll probably just say like, "Oh, she programmed all the Cybermen to not attack her." So when she was shot as a teleportation beam or something, I mean, they kind of clearly hinted at that because no one ever actually shot like no none of the people actually shot her. It was sp- supposedly the Brigadier. Uh, I wanted to see how she came back really bad, though. And that's the one thing I was kind of missing from the show. Um, they kind of threw, it, threw out that line a little, or threw out those lines, but I really wanted to see the master re- like regenerate into the Missy. Yeah, that would have been cool to see that. Or I wanted to see like how like Missy's TARDIS, or anything like that. Like, they just kind of really quickly wash it away or, or it was just like well you could explain it but we're just gonna this episode is moving too fast for anyone to really notice so bye and I noticed that really bad and it kind of annoyed me at times but everything else pretty much worked at first I thought we were gonna have a because they kind of threw it out there in the intro that like you know you notice that it's Clara's eyes and not Capaldi's eyes. Uh, 
And so you think that maybe she's not playing around with that whole, like, oh, I'm the doctor thing. See, and it's funny oh, when I watch another one of those Clara-centric episodes and people are going to get pissed. It's funny when I watched the episode, I skipped the title, se- title screen entirely, so I had to go back and watch that. <laughs> it took me, it, like, I had to do a double take. I think I had to rewind it and notice it. I was like, oh, wait, that's not Capaldi. Okay. That's cool. They're going along with this. That's good. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, the I'm sure some people who don't like love stories or whatever probably got annoyed at the Danny and Clara stuff. I thought it was cool. I think it was expected. And it was... I felt sad for her. Like, you know, I figured they would do the thing with the kid. Because he tried, you know, in that in the previous episode to like be able to talk to him, and he kind of just ran off. And I was like, as soon as he said one person coming back, I'm like, oh, they're gonna bring back the kid, not him. Yeah. And that well, was uh, it made me sad. Like, you know, I was like, oh, they're not gonna be able to, you know, be together. But it wouldn't be Doctor Who, I guess, if you just have happy endings all the time. So, because well, yeah. not everybody can live with just this one, right? Well, I mean, at least we got a love story between two characters. I mean, granted, I didn't watch the whole time of the season, but at least we have it between two characters that, uh, you know, are developed. And uh, one of them is not the Doctor. Seriously, everybody stop to bone the Doctor. It was funny once. It was even charming once. Stop trying to bone the Doctor. Unless you're Captain Jack. Well, it would have been really weird for her to try to bone this Doctor, who's, like, clearly... Uh, That would have been way better. Some people need the father figure, you know? Yeah, but I kind of like the fact that, you know, they were all about, yeah, we're like close friends and best friends or whatever, not trying to, you know, oh, let me, I, I really love you. I'm so in love with you. I can't, like, think straight or anything. Like, that was, it was refreshing to see the companion actually care about somebody else, but still want to hang out with the doctor, too, you know. Well, I mean, technically, Amy had that with Rory. Uh, really, Rory was just uh, like a running corpse at the, by the end. And then he got turned into a real corpse. Yeah, but after a while, too, it's more like, you know, because Amy kind of made it obvious that, okay, I'm kind of leaning more towards Rory, so the doctor just kind of had to be cool with being friends. and yeah. he, Not that he was ever, you know, feeling mm-hmm. that or nothing from, from Amy or whatever, but, you know. Because, I mean, technically, uh, knowing knowing how things work, he's probably like, yeah, he's probably still thinking of that, of that little girl. Yeah, exactly. That's that's probably what was going on with him. Because, yeah, that's, that's how things go. Like, you know, my, my little sisters, I still think of them as little kids. Plus, it was, you know, I don't think we've had it where, like, the Cybermen kind of, you know, they do sort of interact with the people where they're not, like... Where they just, I think there was, I can't remember the name of the episode, but it, he, they ju- they're in that factory, and they're getting made, oh, and it, one of them just got, yeah, where he just got turned, and they can still kind of, they try to, you know, talk to him into trying to relate to the human that might still be there. The cool part of having Danny be the Cyberman, but he's not complete Cyberman, he's himself inside the Cyberman body or whatever, and he's hurting and he wants to Clara to kill him and whatnot. That was, that was different. 
So, yeah, I uh, thought it was a really good episode. The, <laughs> the stuff at the end with uh, Santa Claus showing up in the TARDIS, that was Everyone that was loves Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick Frost is awesome. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. They've gotten, so, like, most of the Shaun of the Dead cast on that show at this point now. Yeah. And they got Simon Pegg. Well, my one fear that they're going to do is they're going to try to turn Santa Claus into another Time Lord. Oh, Lord. My one and, fear is that they... Think about it. It would make sense. the entire world in one night and somehow has toys for all kids. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> my one fear is that, like, Santa Claus gives the Doctor his Christmas wish and brings Galifrey back. I do find it interesting that they made mention of the doctor and his wives and daughters assumed dead. It yeah. just kind of felt out of place, so I wonder well, if that's well, something... Didn't his be- one daughter that we know of die, though? His granddaughter. She's still alive, though, technically. Or I mean, they said assumed dead in the episode, which makes me think we're going to see something coming back. Oh, boy, yeah. doctor's daughter. Yeah, that episode was well, they mentioned the one who was in space as well. Ah, uh, space. The, the one who was cloned. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There was talk about her actually having her own series for a little while. Really? Yeah. It didn't last long, but that was like when they were thinking about like, oh, we can have like nine different Doctor Who type series on this on this network. No. And then you got Torchwood and the Sarah Jane Adventures, and it's like, no, we're good. And we got the Australian K9 series. We did? Well, I mean, we didn't. Australia got it. Oh. Which is better than K9 and Company? <laughs> better a catchy ass theme song. You know, it was catchy the same way that, like, the Spanish was. Like, everybody kind of got it, and then they just died. They wanted to die. Already. <laughs> well, uh, if you are, if you watched this movie, or maybe you didn't, I know Jeremy watched Interstellar, but Big Hero 6 beat out Interstellar by about 4 million to be number one in the domestic box office this week. So, yay, go, uh, Go Big Hero 6. Hopefully. Apparently it wasn't that well received worldwide though. It only got like 23 million worldwide. So. Because it wasn't nearly as cool as Pacific. I don't know. I didn't know it <laughs> I think Frozen made like a little bit more than Big Hero 6 the first week. But. Uh, and then Frozen exploded. Yeah. Then Frozen just blew everything else out of the water. Like this week I ordered Attack on Titan Part 1. Like, you know, site the store at Walmart. And I walk up to the guy, I'm like, hey, man, uh, I was wondering if you had a DVD. He's like, we don't have Frozen. I'm like, no, I wasn't going to say Frozen. He goes, thank God. He's like, everybody keeps asking, hey, do you have Frozen? And even though it's a year old, we don't have Frozen. Go <laughs> order it online, people. Just... I'm assuming you, you feel his pain. No, I, we don't actually have a lot of people that come in asking for DVDs. It's normally games... Or TVs, really, at Kmart. At least in my Kmart. 
I need to see Big Hero Six because I actually wanted to see both movies, but instead I went and saw most uh, what is it, most wanted man. Is that what it was? Or some more Hoffman movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, that movie was really good, though it is one of those you need to watch more than once because it is like packed with information. And the one thing I did learn from that movie is the Americans are assholes. Jeez. Yeah, it's 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 a really if you like like spy thrillers. According wait. to Jeremy, you probably don't want to watch Interstellar more than once unless you want to sit there for three hours. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's <laughs> like a, I've heard it's a really good movie just reading the reviews and stuff, but it's like it's it's, it's long movie. I heard there's a lot of people that left the theater because they <laughs> you can't hold your piss that long. Yeah, trust me. I was sitting there at the end of Return of the King, and I had been holding my piss for like 30 minutes, and then it does like the seven endings, and I'm like, oh my god, can we just end this movie? I'm about to piss my pants. Like, like, come on. <laughs> it's like that scene from uh, The Simpsons where Grandpa has to pee, and <laughs> like, yeah, we're almost there, and they keep passing stuff like the world's biggest toilet. <laughs> yeah. It's just like... Just like that one. I, I don't know how I can survive Interstellar. I couldn't survive through a most wanted band. I mean, I did, but at the end of it, I was like, oh, oh God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> like, come on, movie. In, in, in. Damn it, Americans. In. Seriously, go see it. That's why, you, that's why you get a drink cup for when you go see it, so you can just go in, the, go in your seat. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big, uh, <laughs> big large cups, yeah. You technically probably could go in one of those. I don't know that I want to be carrying the piss everywhere with me, but, you know. They're rushers. <laughs> Are you uh, kidding? So now, it's, now it's rock bottom out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I was on Facebook and the RKO Vines guy was like, yeah, now it's rock bottom. I'm like, and he makes it work. Oh, uh, can we just not? Can we just, the RKO one was fine. Let's just not do that with every wrestling. Have you seen the ones that do it with a 3D? Yeah. But, you know, DDP deserves some love in there somewhere. Really? I know. And we need some Stone Cold ones. And uh, who else should uh, have one? I don't know. We should get Raven doing Russian leg sweeps into a barricade. I don't know. Heard the even flow? That works pretty well. I love that move so much. That was so cool. And, like, No Mercy. Such a good But seriously, the Russian leg sweep into the barricade is, like, the stupidest move. Actually, the Russian leg sweep. It hurts both people. Actually, it hurts you more because you fall first. I know, but I'm just saying. It's just... Yeah. Anyway, this event happened over the weekend called BlizzCon. And thankfully, I did not waste money on a virtual ticket. I almost did. Thankfully, I did not. Did uh, play there or was that next year? Do what? Metallica's there this, was there this year. Damn it. Uh... Some people would say that $40 for a ticket to see Metallica, I guess, is worth it, because their tickets are normally more expensive than that, but, yeah. you know, you can also watch old concert videos for that, too. Uh, the biggest thing, probably, out of this entire show, even though there were several big things, uh, Blizzard unveiled their first new IP in 17 years. We were talking about the trademark for the name last week, or, well, on Tuesday, not last week. Overwatch is what it's called. It's basically Team Fortress 2, but Blizzard with new characters. Uh, they debuted 12 characters. Uh, it's a 6v6. 
uh, team-focused uh, shoot FPS. And they also debuted a cinematic trailer that looks like it could be a Pixar movie, and I immediately wanted them to just make a movie based on the trailer. But sadly, they're already making a Warcraft movie, so that's probably not going to happen. Uh, then they showed gameplay, and they showed all the characters, and that they all have unique uh, ultimates. And uh, the One of the interesting things was that there's real-world locations in this. There's actual Egyptian temples, and you can see like the Eiffel Tower behind one of them. Uh, Mount Fuji, and that the characters will be interchangeable interchangeable every time you die. So you can change, keep picking the same character to see if you can get to their ultimate, or you can try to be a team player and keep switching the team based on what your team needs. So that's just a few things that they told us. There's also a beta that's coming in 2015, and supposedly there's a rumor going around that Basically, the Titan MMO got changed into this. So, did you guys... I don't know if you got to finish watching this trailer, Robert, but... Did you guys... I, I, no. Alrighty. Well, what do you guys think? And are you excited for this? And what do you say to the people that are bitching about, oh, this is just Team Fortress 2 copying? So, Isn't all of Blizzard's games copying off something else and just trying to make it better? So, I mean, shit, if you're going to copy something, Team Fortress is uh, pretty good. So I wonder if they're going to have, like, hat in this game, too. That, that's something I wonder about. Anyways, it was, uh, I was impressed by that trailer. It looked like a lot of fun. It was, like, it was unique in a way. Like, all these different powers are cool and fun. I mean, shit, is it really that bad to have another game that's kind of fun and a little goofy and everything? When you have so many war as hell, life is serious, shoot, 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 here's the dog games. Here's the dog. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, we're almost to the point of 2004 World War Two shooters. Except now it's 2014, like, futuristic shooters. <laughs> really? Damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. I like how they're saying it's 6v6. I think when you get into two, you get the 10v10 or whatever that you see on PC with Team Fortress, some of those games kind of get out of hand. Uh, my big ho hope at this point is that it's going to come out on consoles and not just be PC, because I've had way too much experience with cheating on Team Fortress. So... I like the idea of a 6v6 shooter, but I hate playing a game and having people cheat on it. It takes all the fun out of it. It makes no sense to me why people would want to cheat on a free game. So pl please put it on consoles or severely, severely punished cheaters. They didn't rule out that it would come to consoles, so... A chicken on the balls. Like anytime you send somebody's cheating, you send out like a drone and like you have it like with a jetpack and drop the guy to the person's house right through the window and kick him in the balls. That's <laughs> That'd be really lying if I but... wouldn't actually enjoy seeing that happen. That'd be, or even better, you hire uh, fuck, I don't know, uh, in the off season, 
call up Drew Brees and do that skit from The Simpsons where they say Hans an old man in the ball with the football balls with the football. Ouch. God. Just t- there needs to be testicular uh, torture involved with cheating in video games. If they don't have testicular... Aaron Rodgers to see through six touchdowns today. Jesus. Well, that's true. So in if- one half, I should know. Let's see. The that's Bears a- defense is that terrible. Uh, the Bears. Uh, Mark? Uh, I think 12 characters might be kind of too many. Oh, like- there's going to be more than 12 characters, apparently. Yeah, that's a little worrying, I think, because balance kind of comes into issue with that that many characters. Um, also, Team Fortress 2 really isn't that popular anymore compared to, like, other games. Like, even, even on Steam, it's, like, ranked, like, 9 or 10th out of, like, overall played games. Uh, anyone remember, like, Monday Night Combat? That didn't exactly set the world on fire. Nor did Super Monday Night Combat. I mean, I think that developer is, like, trying to crowdfund another game and they failed at it just recently and I mean they'll give it a go but I don't know how successful it's going to be overall I mean we already see them doing the MOBA with Heroes of the Storm and that one probably will succeed just because it's using known franchises or, or whatever but I uh I, I don't know. I mean, Blizzard's been on this kick since Hearthstone of let's... And even with WoW of let's try to make this more for the casual person. Let's do this free-to-play thing. It worked with Hearthstone. They're trying to make it work with Heroes of the Storm. I don't know if this necessarily has to be free-to-play, but it can work that way. They just need to not do what they're doing right now with Heroes of the Storm, where if they're going to try to penny pinch on the characters and I think that's a rip off if they're going to charge you say 40 to 60 for all the characters in one pack and you're basically paying for the game you just get to pay for skins and all that kind of stuff extra that I'm fine with it but you know they they are smart with the free to play in uh, Hearthstone they're not so smart with it in Heroes of the Storm so if we can get some kind of in between on Overwatch, I'll be okay with it. Um, I'm interested just because I haven't. It's been a long time since I played a game like this, so I'd kind of want to do it just because the characters seem interesting, and I want to see how they do story with this type of game. It, you know, being Blizzard, you know, they're going to put in their own little kinks in it, and you know. I hope there's an auction house this time. You know, that oh would- god, oh, let's <laughs> let's act like there's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope there's never an auction house again. In I anything. think they learned their lesson. Like even, I hope there's no auction houses in real life. You know, they they ruin everything. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, you, you know what they need to have Warcraft Four. I'd love to see a Warcraft Four, but I'm glad that they're you know making something new too. Yeah, but if they're going to do Warcraft 4, I want to see it more like classic Warcraft, not Warcraft 3, which was WoW-liked. You're like one of the few people I know that doesn't like Warcraft 3. Well, I just, I wanted a, I didn't like the hero-based combat. I wanted to have armies fighting each other, not here come the armies, but if one hero is leveled higher 
they can destroy any army that comes against them. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Warcraft 3 was pretty, like, it didn't have a lot of big armies in general. A lot of it was kind of very hero mission focused. Like, you, like, your hero and a few units do a mission and that's it. Yeah. I just, when I think Warcraft, I think armies of orcs and humans fighting it out. I don't think of hero battles. I would think that they would go back to the old Warcraft style because they already have WoW for your hero battles or whatever. So, yeah, I never got to play uh, Warcraft three because that was in like the bag of like thirty games my mom got rid of when I was like eleven. Oh. Uh, dude, there were so like you could still go get the battle chest for like fifteen dollars. Diablo one, Diablo two, all those like magic games. I bitch at her every 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 like few months. I bitch at her about that. I'm like, why'd you give them away? She's like, I have no way of knowing you'd be interested. I'm like, that's not the point. (laughs) Well, that's true though. You know, she didn't know, so she should have asked. Yeah, that's right. Like you know, but 11 years old though, sometimes you don't know what you want. Well, actually, she might even be younger, but she was did have the point of I'm not letting you play a game that has a boob spider. <laughs> uh, another big announcement that came was uh, StarCraft II's getting its finale, Legacy of the Void. Uh, you play as the Protoss. Shocker. Uh, the, on- the only two, the only of the three that haven't had their game yet. And the, I guess the biggest announcement would have been that it's going to be standalone. You don't need Wings of Liberty or Heart of the Swarm to be able to play uh, Legacy of the Void. I've heard some people describe what they assume is going to be the story as Blizzard doing Battlestar Galactica. That it's going to be that epic or something. Um, I don't know about all that. But uh, they did introduce that apparently there's going to be a new co-op and PvP mode called Archon, where teammates are going to work together to control a single base and a single army. Uh, there's another one called Allied Commanders, where you're going to have players join forces to battle through scenarios and co-op, and there's new tournaments, automated tournaments that are going to happen. Um, I'm still on StarCraft 1, so... <laughs> Yeah, I can't talk about this at all. I am. Uh, I never got past like level six. Is that the one where the uh, the other base was like across the ocean, and you had to get your people there? And I never managed to figure out how the hell I was supposed to get my people all the way over to the other side of like that river. Yeah, I was a dumbass. <laughs> you know there are. Walkthroughs or something. You could That's cheese by now. If all you need to do is figure out how to get to the, you can figure out how to get to the other side of the ocean and then stop reading it. You know. That's that's true. I mean, at least this game's standalone, just like the cheese. Uh, some people are complaining that apparently they're worried Blizzard will charge sixty dollars for the game because it's standalone. Instead of charging forty, which is what they normally charge for expansions, unless it's WoW, they can get away with a sixty dollar expansion. Uh, sixty dollar expansion, or as we like to call it, Borderlands, the pre sequel. Yeah, that too. Mark or Daniel have a thought on this? 
I mean, it's it's the next part of the story that they've been telling. I picked up Heart of the Swarm on Black Friday last year for twenty bucks, and I didn't regret paying that for it. It was good, but it was what you expected. I mean, it was StarCraft. The story is the story. (laughs) I mean, it's there. I don't think there was anything groundbreaking in the story or anything like that. It was, I mean, it was serviceable. It was entertaining. I enjoyed what I played, but I wouldn't have enjoyed it if I spent 40 or 60 dollars on it. That's interesting. Good to know. I don't have a problem with being standalone because most uh, RTS games are pretty much like that nowadays. Like, you don't need to like, keep building on it and having some $130 price tag or gantuan of a game. Like, it being standalone is perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, because I have that problem. Like, you know, I keep. I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get an Xbox One until, you know, February. I'm trying to see if I can get it for my birthday, but things are happening that might make it to where I can't. So I'm like, I keep that. Every time I click on Battle.net, the Diablo 3 thing's staring at me in the face, and I keep remembering that, oh yeah, I can't just go play Reaper of Souls. I have to pay $40 for Diablo 3, and then I have to pay $40 more for Reaper of Souls. Ouch. Twenty more dollars than it would be to buy it on Xbox One or even in 360, for that matter. Um, yeah, I, w- I yeah. would say look at Black Friday ads. You will probably see Diablo Three on sale somewhere. Probably. I will. I will be looking at that anyway because <laughs> hopefully I can get out for Black Friday. Normally I've been stuck at work for most of the day on Black Friday. Five to figure work. Yeah. Well, see, we don't sell PC. We sell like uh, the the systems will probably get held off for customers, and then whatever games are even left, I'm sure Diablo will probably be gone. So that's why you have someone else, someone going on your behalf, and you and you scan your employee discount. <laughs> yeah, I, I should probably see if I can have that happen or not. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't see the deal with it. I know people are worried about it costing more money, but you know what? If you really like the series, what's the big deal about paying twenty more dollars or whatever? You know, you're getting, you should be getting what you're hoping is the end. It's not the end of StarCraft. I'm sure they're going to have a StarCraft three. It's just the end of the story, and that's what you want, right? There's no world of StarCraft. No. It'll be I'm like, actually kind of surprised they haven't gone there I thought yet. there was a thought of having a StarCraft MMO at one point. Almost like the StarCraft Ghosts game. Yeah. Maybe they can release it sometime soon, like for the, for the OEA. There were a lot of people, I saw that a lot of people in the comments saying that they should have just released StarCraft Ghosts instead of Overwatch. But hey, they should, you know. Well, it's not done, so that might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not like it's a finished game. That it's, it's locked away in a vault. Like, they didn't finish the damn thing. So. Yeah. And it's it makes like me wonder like just how bad it was for it not to have gotten any type of release whatsoever. Yeah. 
I think I still have the game informer that has the StarCraft ghosts on the cover. That was well, like a whole cover story, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looked good, but... I mean, we also had... Uh, Blizzard was going to do the point-and-click Warcraft. That was going to be Warcraft... Was it two or three? Yeah. And then they canceled it because it was horrible. Yeah. Oh, the... Uh, it was before three. Yeah, the, that was going to be Warcraft one? three. Yeah, and it was just so bad they canceled it. Yeah. So. Damn. It makes me wonder if Starcraft Ghost was really that good or that bad. I'd go with that bad because it was nihilistic software who made it, and they weren't great. <laughs> oh lord. Do you? I mean, it sounds bad. I think that one time they had announced that there was a new Spawn Batman crossover in 2006, and I was fucking hyped for that, and they never released it. Aww. Yep, made my sad. Sorry. Well, I know Mark's not too pumped about this, but Heroes of the Storm is going in closed beta... January 13, 2015, so if you weren't in the alpha, you can go apply for the beta, I think it's like play Heroes of the Storm or something, dot com. Uh, they did announce that Jaina, Proudmoore, Thrall, and the Lost Vikings, all three of them, are going to be heroes. Uh, yes, that means the Lost Vikings are all three there at the same time, playing as one hero. Yeah. Are they the found Vikings? <laughs> you know who they know. should put into the game as, as members from as members from their old game uh, Justice League Task Force. Just like randomly throwing Superman. Wouldn't that kind of break the game at some point? That'd be awesome. Uh, well, yeah. So if you're pumped for Heroes of the Storm, there you go. You can go join the closed beta. I'm still not sure if I want to go do that because the stuff with the uh, microtransactions is kind of making me not want to touch it until it comes out and they figure out what they're going to do with that. But who knows. They did announce rank play for it too and there's going to be like a draft mode where you can have your team each pick the characters like one by one you pick your characters and uh, I don't they'll figure out some kind of synergy with the team or something. I, I don't remember exactly what all I read about that, but it's... It sounds like what Dota does in tournament play. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of sort of how they did the tournament, the exhibition tournament at BlizzCon, was they kept announcing the, the teams, and each one would pick their team member, and then they would start the, the match or whatever. Uh, they revealed the main, a bunch of the main characters for the Warcraft movie. Which is supposed to focus on the beginning of Warcraft, the uh, the initial fight between the orcs and the humans. Uh, Duncan Jones described the film as Avatar and Lord of the Rings at the same time. I don't know that that's a great description, but oh. <laughs> I did not care for Avatar at all. So <laughs> maybe the fact that I watched it at. 3 p.m. on a Sunday with my parents. That's exactly the time I watched it. I fell asleep. (laughs) I didn't fall asleep, but I'm like, I mean, yeah, it's pretty. This is really majestic or 
wonderfully written or really anything that amazing. It was just kind of like, okay, this is, this is a pretty movie. And I thank God for 3D ticket sales because otherwise they wouldn't have been the most, the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, right. Not, not to mention the, the Avatar The Last Airbender is a much better series. Yeah. Well, they had a better live-action movie, obviously. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. M. Night Shyamalan doing it, you know? Oh, oh that movie was like a fucking wet fart that you had to go check and see if you shit yourself. It's like the real-life Dragon Ball movie. Oh, <laughs> my God. Dude, that's I saw like, it in the theater. Dude, in the high school, like, I was sitting with some friends at the lunch, and they're like, man, if they made a Dragon Ball Z movie, I'd go see that. And I'm like, I don't think that'd be any good. And they're like, no, nah, Coop, you're wrong. Kind of like that other time at a family reunion, the commercial for Triple X State of the Union came on, and my family's like, dude, looks like it's going to be awesome. What do you think, Robert? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, in my mind, I'm like, this looks like complete and total shit. But I'm like, yeah, 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 it looks okay. Vin Diesel made the first one passable. I like Ice Cube, but that just sucked. There are, <laughs> like, there are like a bunch of rumors that they're making a third one. Uh, why? With Vin Diesel back in it. There's nothing special about the guy. Just They should make a movie where there is something special about the guy. Maybe he can see in the dark. He's triple, just a dude. Triple X. <laughs> and my name is Triple X. Like, and he's got three X chromosomes in the twenty-first chromosome. That guy with Down syndrome. Uh, oh, God, I love that joke so much. Not that it's classy or anything, but it's that the fact that you understand this really offensive joke, you have to know things about fucking the human genome. Anyway. I, I'm not going to spend the time detailing these uh, these characters. You can go figure that out. It has Clancy Brown, so I'm sold. Yeah, Clancy Dominic Cooper. Well, whatever. Uh, Medivh going to get played by Ben Foster, which I don't have a problem with. He's the big mage guy that... I don't know about Daniel Wu's Gul'dan, but, you know, he's going to have face paint, so... Metal. Whatever. Uh, they even have Paula Patton in this movie, which apparently some people are not too happy with, but you know. Who's Paula Patton? Uh, That's pretty much why everyone's annoyed. <laughs> yeah, she was in uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh. Yeah. So she has star power, you know? Yeah. She's attractive. Yeah, she's attractive. That's. Oh, what? Okay, I think I recognize her. Oh, she's the fucker that was married to Robin Thicke. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why Robin Thicke would cheat on her, but you know, some people. That guy's such a tool bag. Really? God. When you make a video where they have to censor it because you pretty much have naked chicks in the video that you know shouldn't be naked. Not to mention the idiot doesn't know what rhymes with hug me. <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> I do like the guy from Vikings, so hopefully he's good as the main character for the Alliance. Um, 
If you want to go check out stuff for the movie, you can go to Five for the Alliance and Five for the Horde.com. No joke, those are the names of the websites. Seriously, Blizzard, you guys are just so original when it comes to website names. Uh, uh, WoW did get a new documentary. I watched it. It was pretty interesting. It's more interesting just to hear like the people talking about like what brought them to WoW, and then they have some celebrities on there. Jamie Lee Curtis freaked me out that she plays WoW, but I guess not, since she's so androgynous anyway. Uh, and then uh, <coughs> also, they also have this uh, new pet called Argy. He's a space goat, and if you buy him for ten dollars, the a hundred percent of the proceeds go to the American Red Cross for fighting Ebola. Hey, stuck on that Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> they right. have done this before last year with a Saint Bernard pet going to the Make a Wish Foundation, so it's not like a first time thing. I mean, hey, that's really cool, you know. Rather than what a lot of these things do, like, yeah, if you buy a happy meal, like, one penny goes to, like, the fucking, some charity. I'm like, well, that's one penny, guys. Yeah, a penny. We're trying or, to. Uh, what, WWE? We're going to promote breast cancer all month, but, like, what, like 10% of the of the proceeds from the, all the merchandise that we make? goes to breast cancer, the rest of it goes in our pockets. The other 33% of that goes to the decision you come in while you're sick. Like, just uh, sue more people? Yeah. <laughs> or to fake purchasers of the network so they can keep rolling that thing along. Yeah, a buddy of mine uh, purchased the network. He's like, it's so good. And then he just watched um, Mayhem, WCW Mayhem 1999. Why? He's like, yeah. Like he's like, you know, Coop. I don't know really what the problem, what the bad rap is. I think this is a pretty good pay per view. And then he finished the pay per view, and he's like, I'm really sorry. I told you that. That was shit. <laughs> he's like, the Benoit uh, the heart match is good, and the hardcore match was good, and there was another good match, and everything else sucked. Yeah, that was that we should love you in 1999. Like we randomly watched the Great Muda versus uh, Norman Smiley. No one Norman Smiley. It was uh, the other guy. Uh, Ernest the Cat Miller, there we go. Oh, Lord. Miller beat Japanese Legend of Great Movie, by the way. But then after that was the uh, Canyon versus uh, Buff Bagwell, Judy Bagwell in a forklift match. I was like, why? I'm like, this match, it's so good. Oh, that's so amazing. The reason she's on a forklift is because she's fat. Get it? I don't know how this works for consoles. I could have swore that they said that the for current gen, the patches get released fairly quickly after the PC gets them. Is that how that works? Or, yeah, I thought that's how that worked. But, uh, they did detail a few things for Diablo 3, even though they don't get anything really... Anything major new. The newest patch gets like a Season 2 of... Uh, what is it? Adventure Mode. And then there's new legendary items called Ancient Items for Torment Difficulty and above. Uh, there's treasure, new Treasure Goblins. Uh, the Rifts are supposed to be improved... And 
more stuff in that way. So, there you go. You guys that have Diablo, Daniel, you can... Whenever that does hit the Xbox One, you can look forward to that. Right? Yeah, yeah I mean, hey, if, as long as it's free, I'll play it. <laughs> Hopefully I probably it's won't free. pay for a new set of items and newer wrists, but if it's free, then yeah, I'll check it out. Well, we may not necessarily be checking this out, but we might be able to watch it. 343 has announced there's a new Halo Championship Series eSports turn- League starting for competitive Halo players. <clears throat> and the first uh, game in the league will be the Halo 2 Anniversary uh, multiplayer. So, between Twitch, 343, and ESL, they're going to make the... Not the English speaking. Oh, English is a second language? No. I, I can't wait. I, I was trying to stop you before you made that bad joke. Uh, yeah, so like, it's going to start March 2015. They're even going to make a rule book for it and everything. Uh, they're going to have more details when they release the uh, Master Chief Collection. Uh, launch for the Invitational Tournament on November... Well, that, wait. that already happened. Never mind. Uh, I'm stupid. I don't read things before I start writing them down on this Word document. Either, either way, you're, you're going to have this Halo Master Chief Collection, uh, the Halo 2 Anniversary and all that stuff, Daniel. And this cool for Halo? They're going to have an eSports... Yeah, I mean, the more they can get it out there, the better. It's, I mean, it's Halo. You know what you're getting with it, really. But it's still a good game, a good series of games. And I'm actually kind of surprised they haven't tried to do anything competitive with it officially yet. Yeah, I'm surprised, too, like with Halo 4, they didn't try to do something like that. But I guess they wanted to make till it was bigger. And I'm sure this is also Microsoft's answer to Sony doing the PlayStation one. Yeah. So, so that's soy sauce cat. I've been cat eating soy sauce. Give me that plate. What? Wait, what? Sorry, I've been eating like fried rice with like some soy sauce in it. And next thing I know, my cat's sitting there licking every soy sauce off the plate. Oh God. <laughs> Like, that cat farts. I'm dead. <laughs> See, I made the joke earlier that, like, uh, one of my friends like, yeah, I'm going to have to kill you. I'm like, well, how many pallbearers do you think I'll need? He goes, well, he's kind of dead, too, so I don't know. Hey, at uh, least the Undertaker's still around, right, to bury you? Y- yes. Yes, and so is Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> they can do it together. That, that's right. Get out the shovel. Like, did you ever see the video? Somebody took uh, Triple H, gave him Sweet Tea's entrance, the thing where he's doing the shovel in motion. <laughs> it makes my life so good. Uh, it's an took him long enough. So it's good if they did it in two thousand five. <laughs> so, and what will probably ignite some kind of fanboy thing because the PS4 is getting more of this than the Xbox One, but what do you know? Call of Duty releases, and because they decide to not have dedicated servers, but have peer-to-peer 
uh, multiplayer setup. There is a ton of game-breaking lag for the PC and mostly PC and PS4 versions it is happening on the Xbox One. Uh, people have apparently been flooding the Activision Twitter and Call of Duty Twitter and all that with stuff. Sorry. Um, Activision just says that they're aware of it and they're trying to work on it. So, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I mean, you've... <laughs> that was Microsoft's whole pitch with the Xbox Live and as you heard it during their original launch thing, cloud gaming, they have all these dedicated servers for multiplayer gaming. I mean... <laughs> I mean, but why Why not... If you're going to say you have dedicated servers and then not use them, why... Why lie to people? I don't... Well, I mean, if... If they're experiencing the lag mostly on the PS4 and the PC... They, I mean, Microsoft probably is using it for the Xbox One versions. Yeah, probably. But that's where that Activision doesn't have their own servers for that. Did they ever have servers, or has it always been peer-to-peer? Uh, they took off servers, I think, Modern Warfare 2. That's when they switched over. Because I remember you always would have somebody being the host, and that would determine the lag. Yeah. That's weird. I did find it interesting that uh, Advanced Warfare is not allowed for share play. Yeah, and then Sony had to come out and go, yeah, developers can block share play entirely if they want to. Like, why didn't you say that last week when you released share play? Thank you, Sony, for for not telling us the whole truth or anything. Yeah, right. I mean, how are you supposed to be able to play with your bros, yo? You know? First, they make it seem like, oh, they can just they can only block cutscenes. Then it's like, oh yeah, they can just block the entire game from being on share play. Yeah, no. Now, how am I supposed to like play with my bros and slam back the monster energy drink? And, well, like, but honestly, if it's having this much lag with with <laughs> issues, I don't know that I would want to play it through share play. Well, I wonder probably if cause more see... lag. I wonder if we'll see some of Sony's first-party games, like the newest Uncharted, if it'll be allowed on share play or not. Well, it's it's first-party, I would assume so. Uh, stupid lag. We're trying to watch porn on a dial-up connection. I mean, I can understand what some... But, like, do you think it's greedy for, for Activision to do it, or do you think that oh. it really would have affected their sales on the PS4 if they would have let it... I think it would have, slightly. I mean, they I, got mean I don't think it would have held sales. I mean, but isn't it free press for the game for people? Like, you get to play an hour of it and go, oh, crap, I really like this. I want to go play it, or I want to go buy this. Or Well, with the short campaign, though, it wouldn't take long to uh, finish it. Can't they just share play it four times or something? Yeah, well, they could, uh, technically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the campaign's that short. Damn. Well, it'd have to be like seven times, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, damn, four four hours. I didn't even get to the Crystarium and Final Fantasy Thirteen in that. Well, no, Advanced Warfare is seven hours, but the other ones. 
Well, and also the multiplayer is uh that's what you can't that's what you play call of duty for <laughs> yeah and i mean it's trying to think how to put it you're unlocking stuff as you're playing so if they allowed share play the save is going to be on your friend's machine so even if you go out and buy the game you're going to have to unlock the same stuff on the multiplayer again. Yeah, but I don't think you're even going to get to see what he unlocked. I think it probably turns off before they get to the unlocking stuff anyway. Hmm, I wonder if that'd be a way to help a bro out. <laughs> well, no, I, mean, really? I, was, I was being completely serious with that. Like, you know, like, like, hey man, can you help me out? Sure, just share play it with me. I'll, uh, I'll pwn some noobs. The kids still say pwns and noobs. I don't know. They still say pwned. Okay. I mean, I didn't know. I've, I've never. I'm sure they still say noobs, but I just don't play mo- online I, a I lot. So. Yeah, I, I guess I'm anti That's the one thing that's nice about Xbox Live. If you're playing it online with a bunch of friends, you don't hear the other people talking. Yeah. So wonderful. Uh, oh, one. this pissed off a lot of people. I can understand why Activision did it, but it's also, you know, they understand that a lot of people come for this and figured out, oh, well, we might as well make people pay for it. Zombies are behind a DLC paywall for the first time. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll tear it down. <sighs> yeah, I, I guess they will eventually. Um, if you play the Exo co- the Exo, Exo Survival, which is the hardest mode, and you have to play it cooperatively, you can get a bonus zombie round when you get to the end. But that's all. That's it. You don't get to play the single player campaign as with zombies or multiplayer with zombies or anything like that. Again, the question of is this greedy for Activision or is this smart business but- for Activision? It's smart because it means that people who want to play zombies will have to pay for it. But well, it's why couldn't greedy. you just make it unlockable like it's been before? I mean, well, well it's smart because they get more money, but it's greedy because they're putting a feature that was in other games free, and you got to pay for it. It's kind of like why I hate playing modern football games because I have to fucking like download or pay for the alternate jerseys. Dicks. Like, I mean, yeah, it's small. Like, it's you can be smart and greedy at the same time. Daniel, uh, I mean, it. I understand why they did it. When it comes down to if it's a good idea or not, it. I'm going to answer that by, and I don't know the answer to this question. Is it on disc DLC or is it something original? I think it it kind of is going to come with a map pack or whatever. That's what I heard. If they're doing that, then I applaud them for adding new stuff other than just releasing a map pack and charging 20 bucks for it at a time. It makes it more of a value. Mark? I don't know anyone who really plays the uh, zombie, zombie mode at all, so it's kind of moot for me. Like, If they want to like wall it off that's their business and the people that'll enjoy it'll buy it and good for them I guess but most people just play uh, 
Call of Duty for Team Deathmatch or just Deathmatch. So there you go. And I mean, one of the things that you hear people complain about is the DLC is only map packs and that's it. Now they're offering something else and people are getting mad that it wasn't there in the first place. Yeah. I mean, yeah, granted, normally you could just play through the game and get that, but if now if you really want it, just pay for it instead of them having to waste extra space putting it in there. And you are getting another mode that you haven't had before as well, so it's not like they took everything away and now you're having to pay for it. It's you've got your multiplayer, you've got your co-op mode. That's what you say it was the EXO. Yeah, the EXO survival or something. Yeah, so you've got that, which took the place of zombies in that game, and then they're adding it in later if you want to pay the extra money for it. I mean, it's not like they removed any content. They just they replaced zombies with something else and said, hey. If you really want zombies, here it is. It'll be this price when the next map pack comes out. Oh, I see. I can dig it. Doesn't seem like a too much of a bad thing. No, okay. See, I thought they were just like, yeah, on this DLC. So Nintendo had a really big Nintendo Direct, and they announced that Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D is coming to the 3DS. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to run through these quick because Daniel has to go and then we can just kind of you can summarize what you like the most about it or, or whatever Okay. Um, Nintendo says that they're going to allow Amiibos to be made through third parties so I guess Konami could technically make a Castlevania Amiibo if they wanted uh, <laughs> just trying to throw that out there for you uh, Robert but uh, yeah, so apparently Nintendo says that there are a, a lot of interest from third-party partners that want to have Amiibos in their kind of own games. So Nintendo's kind of trying to talk to them to make that work, see if they can make that work, which I don't think is a bad thing. If they can branch that out, maybe they can have their own Infinity and Skylanders type thing more than just having Nintendo first-party things. How long uh, until we hear Capcom is now releasing all of their fighting games on the new Nintendo systems? Wouldn't be that surprised. sounds like something Capcom would do with their multiple, like, X-Men versus Street Fighter and how many releases they had of that. Yeah. Imagine having the Amiibos of the X-Men and Street Fighter. Oh, Lord. Well, I mean, they'd be cool to have, but... I mean, they probably can't do it because of Disney and everything, but... The Street Fighter ones, but you know, they're already overpriced as they are. I mean, could they really come out with a lot of them, though? Maybe no. they buy them. Uh, this, I thought, is smart, but are they going to be able to make it work? Is Miyamoto says that Nintendo's going to develop more spin-offs and smaller-scale games so that gamers don't have to wait as long for their favorite franchises. Um... They want to make, you know, more games like Hyrule Warriors and stuff like that. Uh, you know, we already saw that. Uh, and I'm sure they're already working with other developers to make uh, more games based off Link or Mario or whatever. I mean, is this really a smart, like, should they be focusing more on making new IPs? Or is this a way to really 
I mean, we know how Nintendo's so big about having their, you know, big names have games. Why not have more of them? Maybe made by other people. Uh, That'll last until the first flop from Mario or or a Zelda game. And then it'll go back to being only Nintendo making it. Is that what everybody thinks? See, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, they got lucky with Hyrule Warriors working out, but what if it did, you know? I mean, remember the CDI Zelda games? Oh. Remember Metroid Project M? Oh, remember Lord. Virtual Boy? Or, uh, crap, what was that Mario game where you're going through history after him or something? Mario's, miss- Mario's Missing? Yeah. Uh, Mario. Oh. What other crappy Nintendo games do we have? Nah, nah the Virtual Boy about, about covers it. I mean, all Mario it takes is one flop, and then Nintendo will change their tune. Uh, Nintendo did reveal that Splatoon's going to have a single-player campaign. It kind of feels like Mario. Uh, except you can use your weapons and turn to the squid at will. The platforming sections kind of look smaller than Mario games, but and, but there's a lot of different enemies. There's like a blockhead enemy. There's it doesn't look like a Koopa at all, but it looks like a different kind of squid that's kind of meant to be the Koopa of the Splatoon. This was supposed to be a Mario game at one point, so I guess it shouldn't surprise at all that it's like that. But yeah, uh, Duck Hunt's coming to the Wii U Virtual Console. You gotta have the Wii Remote to play it because you obviously can't use the NES Zapper gun because that's not gonna work. Uh, and they obviously don't want people; they don't want to have to restock the stupid Wii Zapper gun either. So I guess they solved it with that. Uh, the Kirby and Rainbow Curse is coming out February 2015. It's gonna support four players, so it's kind of like the old Kirby games where you could be Waddle D as a second player and then the first player is Kirby. But you can have three Waddle Dees and Kirby. And the Waddle Dees can kind of carry Kirby around. And while you do the whole making the rainbow lines and all that stuff. Uh, Mario Kart 8's getting his first DLC pack on Thursday. It's going to have Link, Cat Peach, and Tanuki Mario. Along with eight tracks. Including a Legend of Zelda track. Uh, And then... Yeah, I think that's all the... Oh, and the 3DS is getting a new game from the makers of Fire Emblem and Advance Wars that looks really hilarious. <laughs> you have four heroes. One of them is named Henry Fleming. He's your typical white American guy. You have a lion. He's really a lion. And he uses this blower for a weapon. He actually blows in it, and it like clears the the board or whatever. Uh, Tiger Lily is this Indian girl that has a gun that has a duck on top of it and she used the cardinal as a weapon. Tiger. Uh, Tom Sawyer. I'm guessing this really is supposed to be based off Tom Sawyer. He has like one of those guns that's like a boxing glove and it springs and then a slingshot. And then Abraham Lincoln is the president of the United States in this game. No joke. He's at the end of the trailer telling you to, like, speed on ahead or whatever. Oh, it's called, man. <laughs> it's called uh, Codename Steam Strike Team Eliminating the Alien Menace. 
for 3DS. But it's made by the Advanced 4 guys and Fire Emblem guys, so you know it's going to be good. At least the <laughs> gameplay, anyway. Uh, I was just thinking before. about the massive protests you could have from this type of game. Actually. <laughs> it sounds so un-PC in description, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's not very PC. <laughs> no. Seems like one of those, like, they're just trying to make fun of things. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but out of all the Nintendo stuff, uh, obviously some of it's a big deal. Some of it they already announced. They're kind of... What jumps out of you, or out to you on that? Daniel? Uh, lack of Star Fox. <laughs> yeah, where... I didn't even think I'm, about that, but yeah, where's Star Fox? <laughs> I mean, we they mentioned it at E3. They showed a little bit of footage saying that it was a test game and they were working on it, but I'd like to hear some type of update from it because that was what excited a lot of people at E3 along with Splatoon. Uh, I mean, it's the same problem you always have with Nintendo. You've got good first-party games but you don't have a lot of support for third-party games, and I don't know how they're going to get that support back other than getting on the same type of a release cycle as a PS4, well, as Sony and Microsoft has, and having a similarly powered system. I mean, they're already talking about... They, they released it in that information that was there for the supposed future next 3DS that they were not looking for trying to make that the all-powerful machine either. That they were trying to as low power as possible as they could make it would be great for them. So, to me... I mean, obviously they wouldn't have to with the 3DS because obviously the Vita is more powerful and it's still beating it out. But I don't think Nintendo's ever going to get into that arms race with the well, I'm I not think saying that I don't. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the arms race. It just has to be to the point where a company does not have to completely redo a game to port it over to a Nintendo console. Yeah. Like you're not going to see any of the newer games being ported over to Nintendo right now because they would have to cut back on the power of the game. They'd have to change the graphics. They'd have to do all that. And that's it wouldn't why even Nintendo be the same game the at that point. Right. I mean, that's why Nintendo isn't having the third-party support that they need to get out of the perceived kids or loyal, loyal gamer market. Robert? Well, that is kind of their problem with the Wii U. Plus, nobody buys the Wii U. Uh, well, I guess. 3DS, I love that system. I'm just excited to be getting George Mask. Because I can't play that on my N64. I don't have the expansion back. Yeah, and I'm sure they overcharge for that on eBay. Uh, well, on Joe here in a second. I'm pretty sure they charge in and in, out and around the assholes. Mark. Uh,. New Majora's Mask, or that remake should be good in Majora's Mask. That's probably one of the better Zelda games uh, that's come out in the past decade or so. Uh, uh, yeah, it was really good. 
and uh, I enjoyed it. It's about twenty bucks on eBay. The expansion pack. That's not bad. I remember it cost like thirty when it came out. Damn. It came out with Donkey Kong, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, everything's kind of this, everything is kind of, like, carrying on for Nintendo. I, I don't think they'll make smaller games, though. They're not really, they don't really know how to do that. Uh, I mean, I, I could see them making more, like, uh, more Dr. Mario type stuff like that when... They just want to have a Mario game out, and they know that the next big Mario is not going to be out for like a year or two to kind of get people going. Or uh, I don't know what you could. I'm sure they can come up with something with Link, and I don't know Metroid. I mean, we could get at least get like a 2D Metroid or something, maybe. You know, but that'd be nice, but. They don't seem interested in making something like that. Metroid Mario Kart DLC. <laughs> oh God! You Samus on a cart. Samus. Oh, you got Link on a motorcycle. Yeah. Well, what about the Samus and her morph ball form? <laughs> Probably It'll- not gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, as long as it's not like other end where she just, like, every time she loses, she starts crying and, like, needs comfort. <laughs> and thoughts. Okay, last thing, and then I guess Daniel can move it along. I found this really interesting. I don't know that it's going to pass, but if it does, I think that's really cool for for gaming uh, the Electronic Frontier Foundation wants to basically make games like Mario Kart Wii and other games that have basically had their online taken off and make it fair use for them to make it to where you can play them online again. Uh, to either make them through a third party or or whatever, but to, to make it to where they can do that without having to get the divisional developers involved, anything like that. Do you think it's going to pass in court? And is this really cool for gaming? Like, I mean, if I had a Wii, I know Mario Kart would have been one of the games to have. To be able to be able to go back and play that still, even though they took the servers down, that'd be pretty cool for me anyway. But what do you guys think? As long as it, the people aren't making money off of it. Yeah, they're supposed to be a non-profit or something. I mean, it has the potential to possibly work, but I heavily doubt it'll pass in court. And what you also run the risk of is it passes in one country but not in others, so you could have some countries that can't play on it versus some that can I don't. I mean, I would love to see it just because there's a lot of games that have had multiplayer or online components that have been shut down that people still want to play. City of Heroes uh, jumps to the top of mind. And if the companies that developed it abandoned it, why not let somebody else take the cost of 
running it as long as they're not making money from it. Mark? Uh, I see like a company like EA being completely against this because they shut a service down for their games after two years. So, I don't care. Uh, I think if they did pass, it'd be nice because there's a bunch of old games I'd like to play. Uh, but it's unlikely and it would hopefully give EA more of a reason to not, not shut down their games. Robert? Oh, it'd be so cool if this worked. Like, you know, like I don't know about anybody else, but I'd definitely love to play WWE All-Stars online. Ah. <laughs> Makes me sad. Kind of like that one time I played SBR 07 online. That was 08. And this kid was playing a DX John Cena. I wish I could meet cool kids like that again. But unfortunately, I can't. DX John Cena. I was like, oh boy, aren't you something special? And then I faced this one kid who was using Randy Orton, and all he would do was drop elbows off the top of it, bro. Yeah. People that I hate playing TV games online. They were so stupid. After the fifth one, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm actually pretty good at countering this. But then I faced one kid who was CM Punk with Bret Hart, and all I did was just hit him with ground moves the entire time. I just kept him grounded, kneed him in the face like 50 times. Great. And then I did it a second time. That's just cheap. Hey, if you could, all he has to do is block it. It ain't that hard. But anyways, yeah, I don't see this working, sadly. Damn. Like, I wish it would, because, you know, there are so many games I wish we could resurrect the uh, online for. <sighs> Alas. There go. So what do we think uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens means? The Force just awakens? Nothing hidden behind that. Dan, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm. <laughs> We're gonna have the dark side re rise, and Luke's going to somehow fight it, or he will be the dark side, and somebody will fight him. One of the two. But the Force Awakens implies the fork with the fork. The fork went to sleep. So does that mean like because Luke's getting old, all he does is nap? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess, because I'm like, but, but I, don't, I didn't think the Force ever went to sleep. Like, I didn't know it left. It's kind of like when they say rock and roll is dead. I'm like, I didn't know it died. I don't, I don't know. know. Wouldn't it be more like the the Empire Awakens or, or something? My only hope is that if Luke does go evil in this, we get a maniacal Joker laugh in the movie. Nah. That'd be, oh, that'd be awesome. See, you know, I wish they could uh, redo that one storyline. What was it? Uh, was it Air to the Empire? Uh, uh, you know, remember the comic book one where uh, Luke went evil undercover and then he really went evil? Uh, Empire's End. Is that and it? Dark, Empire, Dark Empire and em- Dark Empire, Dark Empire 2, and Empire's End. Yeah, see, I, I would love for them to adapt that, but uh, oops. That was Dark Horse. It'll never exist. Yeah, that was a joke. That was before. 
Kids be getting force powers and all that. Yeah. Uh, on he could do like Jedi mind tricks and being like Greedo did she first. <laughs> all right, Daniel. I know you got to do something important in the morning. Yeah, I'll uh, talk to everybody next week. Alrighty, man. Get some sleep. Yeah, I'm gonna try. <laughs> And make sure everybody goes and checks out that Games Factor Fiction on Thursday mornings. Yes. Randall and somebody else. Yep. Don't know who the somebody else will be this week, but I'll figure it out when I make up the questions tomorrow evening. (laughs) Later, everyone. Later. Later. All right. uh, Robert, there's something special for you. This oh week. boy! Is it a cat? Did you know that there's going to be a Marvel Attack on Titan crossover manga? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I finally finished Attack on Titan, by the way. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, the ending scene. That that final scene. <laughs> Makes me want to read the punk. But I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Well, there's gonna be more Naruto stuff too. More yeah. Naruto mangas. So. Yeah, uh, Naruto because it just ended. I love how they say it's going to end and then it just doesn't end. Well, it, well, I mean, I didn't. Just like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dragon Ball. It's like they go, "Oh crap, we can't end this." <laughs> well, I think the manga ended. They're having one last movie. And then, well, they're having one last movie, and apparently, there's like, uh, parts. Of uh, like they focus on the children of Naruto, Hinata and Sakura, and whatever. Oh God, the next generation, son of a bitch! God damn it! Like I'm only like at chapter, not even three hundred. Okay, I'm at like chapter three hundred, so I'm halfway there. <laughs> no, I'm less than halfway there. Well, like, seriously, like, yeah, I've heard that ending was ending into the manga was really good, and it was wonderful, and blah, blah, blah. And you don't gotta do that. You don't have to keep dragging it out. Like, look at Dragon Ball Z. Toriyama did not want to ride it past the Cell Saga. Gohan was supposed to be, like, new Goku and awesome and shit. And what they do, they was like, oh, the Boo Saga, and let's nerf the shit out of Gohan and make him look like a jackass and... Goku swoops in for some fucking reason. Fuck it. I'm just excited for that Attack on Titan crossover. It's going to be so good. Oh. That's going to be awesome. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, hopefully they'll be able to figure out to uh, aim for the nape of the neck, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'd hope Spider-Man and the Avengers can figure it out. Right? We'll see. I think they'll have an easier time considering they're not using omnidirectional gear and swords. Yeah. 
I mean, they could, Thor could just, like, throw Mjolnir at him. I mean, freaking Tony Stark has lasers. Yeah, that too. Hawkeye could snipe him, Captain America could spin his mighty shield, you know. But I'm still psyched. That's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm, um, I'm just excited. It's Japan only for now, but we Son shall see. Son of a bitch. Well, you know it was going to hit Japan first. Oh, of course. It's, yeah. I mean, it's going to be cool. Still can't wait for season two of the anime. So, Bethesda, I don't... Supposedly there was a trademark for a Fallout Shadow of Boston filed. But then Bethesda said that it was fake. I think Bethesda's just hiding something. It's been a while since we had a new Fallout. Hmm. What do you guys think? Is Bethesda just trying to downplay something? That title is too stupid, but they are probably working on a Fallout game. Supposedly they've been doing something in Boston for a while. I think like, they're just trying to uh, hide from any of the negative. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't just call it Fallout 4, but you know. Fallout 4, Shadow of Boston. That was good. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I do it all day at work. Uh, like I, I there's been some days I've done. Uh, I, I have done the Boston accent. I've done my Joyzy accent, and then I'll do Napa from DBZ at work. Yeah, I do. I'm like, how might I help you, ma'am? What would you want to see them do in a new Fallout? As it is. Uh. I didn't play much of three, so I can't answer that. Mostly because I sucked at it. Less janky. Like, that was kind of the problem with Fallout 3, is that it didn't run that well. Uh, that's it's pretty much... The PS3. Well, better, better targeting reticule? <laughs> that, that's what killed me. I couldn't aim. That's what Vats was for. Well, yeah... I didn't have that. But like I, I've told the story before of I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to be able to use melee in this game. No, never use melee in that game. <laughs> yep, I found that out real quick. That's why every time I've played that game since, I die in 10 minutes. And make sure you go in the right direction because you in the wrong direction. You are fucked. Oh, dude, <laughs> I got lost in that game so fast. Like It's so easy to get lost. <laughs> and you run all these super mutants. Yeah. The game was a bitch. Seems like Bethesda. Well, I mean, I've spent tons and tons of hours in like, Skyrim and Oblivion. I don't know. I guess maybe it's because I'm more for the sword and sorcery sort of thing. Plus, I don't have to aim at sword. Star Citizen somehow just keeps making freaking money. It's now at 60 million crowdfunded. Uh, Jesus. That's all I'm saying. It's, people just keep pumping money into this freaking game. Uh, they showed off FPS gameplay and apparently it made five more million dollars come from people. Uh, geez, apparently all you gotta do is show that it's a shooter and people just pump money into it, okay? Uh, Apparently, if uh, more ships and 
They're going to add a new Deep Space Fighter if they get to 61 and 62 million. <laughs> this game's not coming out to 2016. Guys, stretch. So, we still have stretch goals. Jackass. So I guess technically this thing could go to like 100 million before they even make the game. <laughs> God. Uh, where, do you, where do you guys think it's going to end on the... It'll never end. It'll just keep going. The day it releases, it's at 200 million now. Oh, we're still accepting, even though the game released, we're still accepting crowdfunding. God, this thing is, this budget is getting more bloated than an Adam, modern Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> Actually getting more bloated than a modern Adam Sandler. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was going to, I was about to say. <laughs> going next. And Grown Ups 3, if that happens, I swear... Oh, you know it's going to happen. God. It's one less thing That might be one of the Netflix movies for all we know. Or something. <laughs> I forgot about that. Damn it. Ugh. So, uh, the Mass Effect 4 team says that they want to step up their game and and bring back compelling story, or bring back a wonder of an exploration back to Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they also uh, want to create a character that's completely different from Commander Shepard. Uh, so yeah, they want to make something new, not Commander Shepard again, even though there's a lot of people that are just hoping we get more Commander Shepard. It is technically the start of a new trilogy. We've seen Halo continue with Master Chief. Should they go with a new character and just have a new thing, or do they need to keep doing Shepard? New character. We've seen from the Halloween franchise. You don't need to drag it out. (laughs) Halloween. How about all the horror franchises for that matter? Like, there's a certain point to where you can use somebody else, guys. Like, it'll be okay, I promise. Just, you, you, can, you can pick a new guy. So I, I hope the ending of this trilogy doesn't have, uh, you know, Photoshop filters as your different endings. Mark? I would say new character. Uh, maybe have a few of the old returning characters back in it. Well, yeah. I mean, some little fan service and nods and some characters are always nice. Uh, it'll depend on how they kind of start the trilogy off again, though, or how they wrap, how they reboot the series into something like space worthy, because Mass Effect Three didn't exactly end well in that front. <laughs> I mean, I think maybe take an approach like they did with Codor Two. Okay, well, not the same, but you know, like still have a few characters that you recognize and some people that you've seen and some worlds that you know, but different stuff. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's always nice to have something new. I don't know a lot of people are always about, oh, but I'm so used to this, and I'm I want it to be this way. Like, you know what? Sometimes just hitting the reset button is also a good idea. It gives the people that are making the game that have made these games. This is the most important thing. You don't want them to get bored and just bring out a terrible Mass Effect Four. You want them to really want to put their hearts in it and make a game that they want to make. You know. Yeah, and bring back HK forty-seven. Uh, we shall see. 
anything. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. But that'd be awesome. Meatbag. So, CD Projekt Red, the Witcher 3 guys, are going to have 16 pieces of DLC, and they're all going to be free as long as you bought a copy of the game. Sweet. So, yeah, like, take that, everybody that makes you pay for DLC. Yeah, can't wait for horse armor. <laughs> yeah, I think there is horse armor as part of them. Yes. Uh, you get two pieces of DLC when you buy the game, uh, and then I think you get like one every week for the rest of the. It's the same thing they did with Witcher Two. Yeah, there will be two components released every week for free. So, should there be more companies that do this? Like, you paid for our game. Obviously, this is more of a. This is not. A huge developer. This is not a huge like publisher either. That are just totally in it for making money. They're still in it for the whole. We want to make this game. We made the other two games. We want to make this game great. Um, we have this belief of against paid DLC, so we're trying to prove that. I could see indie developers doing this, or and maybe like. If we even have any mid-major developers left, which I don't think we do. It uh, depends on how impactful the DLC is. That's my. That'll be the big question. If it's like, I got a new pair of gloves, then who cares? But if it's like, here's a whole new map... Yeah, but there's a lot of people that will charge you for a whole new pair of gloves, right? Oh, sure. So, I mean, that's, that's a problem, but... A lot of the Witcher 2 DLC was just kind of like, oh, here's a new sword that... It's plus one on attack, but that's about it. And right. it's fine, but it's not anything like super impactful in the game. Yeah, they were adding, and they don't believe in adding extra story either. So there would be no extra story DLC as it is. So, I mean, I can see the case for it. I mean, I'm, you know, I understand the whole microtransactions, too, of, okay, well, you pay for the game, but if you want all this extra stuff, we're going to make you pay for it at a dollar at a time or whatever. But to make you pay for a whole season pass and then half of it's just extra maps and costumes and stuff is also, you know, a rip. So... I don't know. I think a big publisher would have to, like an EA or an Activision, kind of set a precedent of, okay, we're just going to not do this. And until there's enough of a big outcry, we're not going to see that happen. People seem to be fine paying $30 after they already paid $60, or $40 if they already paid $60. So until that just stops happening, I don't know. I just don't see it working out. Any thoughts on the contrary? or Well, EA has been releasing some free content. Like, Titanfall just got a big new update recently that was free, surprisingly. Uh, I mean, it all depends on, like, the like just the content in general, if, it's, if it actually is good or not. Right. And most content isn't. Yeah, that's the problem. But you know it's not going to stop them because they're just going to keep doing it. Which is sad. But, you know. 
Disney Interactive turned a profit for the first time in their history, thanks to Disney Infinity. So, good to know that Disney Infinity sells well enough for Disney Interactive to keep making more Disney Infinity. Uh, Can I give a uh, quick shout-out? Yeah. Uh, I want to say congrats to my friend Johnny V. He just got promoted at Disney. Awesome. The, uh, vice President of Production at Disney Interactive. Sweet. But the son of a bitch still never got me an Infinity 2.0 copy. <laughs> so I hope he hears this and I shame him for it. It's like, it'll just arrive at your door sometime next week. Yeah. I mean, hey, if it keeps turning a profit, maybe it'll keep going on for Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where we'll just start having, like, Disney Junior properties in it because we run on everything else. <laughs> yeah. Disney Infinity Metallica. Oh God. You get hair. Mars that looks like a girl. Mars that looks like a girly man. I just wanted to put Gizmo Duck in Infinity. Yeah, that, maybe. Or if we, we can put the other, uh, whichever one, Phineas or Ferb, that didn't get a set, he can finally be in <laughs> Disney Infinity. Is there a Dr. Doofenshmirtz? No, he wasn't. There you go. It was uh, Ancient P and Ferb, I think. Sure. Or was it Phineas? <laughs> I can't remember. Great. Oh, I feel bad for Karen Jillian. Selfie got canceled. Oh, with a so. shit-ass name like that. Selfie. God, I hate that word. Every time I hear it, I cringe. I know but there's nothing. enough people that take selfies all the time that should have been watching it because it makes fun of them, but I guess they don't like being made fun of. I'm probably stupid. I don't really take selfies. I don't have a smartphone. I can't stand taking a selfie either. It's stupid. I'm like... <laughs> When I do it, I'm just like, ugh. It was an yeah, alright show, but nothing special. Right. <laughs> Forever got 22 episodes, so that's cool. I like the show, so it's alright. But uh, apparently Jared Leto might be the Joker in the Suicide Squad movie because Ryan Gosling said no. Ooh, that would be interesting. That man plays crazy really well. That he does. And Kara... I don't know how to say it. Devlin? Is going... Might be up for the role of Harley Quinn. She was in GTA 5. The GTA 5? No, she was... I I think she did a voice, or was she the... The person... I think she was the person they used for the... Swimsuit model chick. In uh, for the GTA GTA Five like poster, really? Um, yeah, she might be up for Harley Quinn. So there you go. I'm I'm not gonna hate on Jared Leto until they show us actual pictures of him being Joker, and then I guess you know it is whatever. They just carve a smile up just like last time, right? And then we can ask how we got these cars. Toy Story 4 is getting made for some... Why? 
They want money. Uh, Toy Story 3 had such a good ending. I know. It's wow. coming in 2017. It is set immediately after Toy Story 3 ended. And it's going to be a love story, apparently. Time to go sell my uh, Toy Story Ultimate Box DVD collection. <laughs> that makes me grumpy, because I saw something about this, and I'm like, please be trolling, please be trolling, please be trolling. Yeah, it's June 2017, actually, so they, the fact that they already have a month and a year... Boy. It's not our fault that Monster University kind of was eh. I like Monster University. It was like Pixar. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, the greatest thing ever, but it wasn't. Oh, it, it was. It was nowhere near Cars Two either. God, Cars Two was like a fucking fart in a wind tunnel. And John Lasseter's coming back to direct Toy Story Four, after he did not direct Toy Story Three. So. Well, I mean, hey, all three movies are like. Fucking best movies ever, so. Where is it, Planes 2 sequel? Oh, We're God. God. Planes, Fire, and Rescue. I still haven't seen that, so. Apparently it was better than Planes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I thought Planes was okay. Planes looks stupid. At best. Okay. I think Grant's now my damn adult, so of course I'll say that. <laughs> kids with your movies and your planes. Where's my drones movie? <laughs> So this is either really stupid on uh, Marvel's part, or or I guess Marvel has the right to do this. But apparently Marvel requested the U.S. District Court of Northern California to subpoena Google for the information of the user that leaked the Avengers of Ultron, Age of Ultron trailer. Because they want to sue him, I guess. I mean, it did him some pretty good ads. It got him some good attention, so... I mean, granted, they didn't get to do it during... They Asia. would have got the attention anyway after they showed it during uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was and the whole point. <laughs> yeah, I think ratings was the important part here. I mean, yeah. you know, I know they had to show more footage in that trailer that they ended up showing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because of that, but... but we've I already... That's just the part of the internet. Like, Welcome I mean, to the why internet. Why would you have it saved on a file where somebody could access it anyway? Did they get it from the iCloud? I don't remember how they said it was. I mean, I know that's how we got all those celebrity nudie pictures. So. Yeah. I'm sure it was like the same thing here. Uh, I, I just think it's dumb, but. You think it's fair, Mark? This this guy should be getting punished for this. Uh, probably not. I mean, what ultimately? What are they going to do? Like, he didn't unless he hacked into some files. Unless he hacked into some server somewhere to get the file, that I doubt it. I mean, he's probably just on some YouTube video that wasn't fully uh, uploaded or fully like released yet. So, good luck. But it's already too. I would say it's already too late. Yeah, I just don't see the point of it. It's kind of silly. I mean, hey, he didn't do anything the government wouldn't do. Hey, ho. Oh. Oh, I had to get that one in there. That was funny. Anyways, yeah, I don't think the guy should be, like, put in jail, jail or, like, sent to Narnia in a basket. I don't know. But still. 
Disney doesn't own the rights to that anymore, so... Oh, they don't? Oh, thank God. I got so tired of those movies. That's why they stopped coming out, because Voyage of the Dawn Treaders sucked. Not to mention... Oh, I didn't even know that was a movie. The Witch and the Wardrobe wasn't that bad, but the second one that came out was terrible. I got tired of the line of Witch and the Wardrobe, especially because my like, dad's side of the family is obsessed with it. And even oh, God, and my mom with the whole, oh, the Christian ties. Everybody has to see this movie. Like I'm like, no, no, I don't. Yeah, that's why they were obsessed over it. Then they bought the game and made me play that game, and that game was shit. That's terrible. Oh, that game is like, terrible. Rip off of the Return of the King game I've seen. <laughs> like, the Return of the King game was really good. Yes. The Two Towers game was really good, too. That game was just, in the words of a great wrestler, poopy. Just like JBL with poopy. Oh, God. I'm going to be starting on JBL. Look at him, Michael. The ball's twerking. He's so bad now. I know. He's like a caricature of what he was in 2005. Where he was actually good. Yes, exactly. When he was just on SmackDown with Cole, he was good. It's because he kept Cole in check. Now he's just yeah. like, Maggle, look at him. Oh my god, Maggle. Oh my god. Oh. He's twerking. Let's take ribs at e- on each other about what happens on our stupid internet show that nobody watches except for us. Like, or, I'm or, sure some people watch it, but I'm just saying. Like, or or kind of like that one time where... Uh, Jerry Lawler got attacked, and then they told Michael Cole through the earpiece that he had anal bleeding. And then you could see Booker T and JR's reaction to it, where like they almost busted out laughing right there. God, we we need more moments like that in WWE. That'll bring us out of our slump. We need more anal bleeding. Oh Lord, no, we don't. We don't need any more anal bleeding at all. Let's let's. <laughs> So Pepsi apparently is testing a Doritos flavored Mountain Dew. Where's it's cool called, flavored? It's called Doitos. Uh, they apparently did this at several colleges. Um, it apparently the guy says it does taste like nacho Doritos. That's disgusting. Uh, they also tested a lemon ginger, a rainbow sherbet, and a mango habanero. The guy said the rainbow sherbet tastes like medicine. Oh, God. Uh, I love Mountain Dew. I love the Whiteout Mountain Dew the most, probably. And that's a newish flavor. I don't know about Doritos Mountain Dew. It's disgusting. I mean, the Taco Bell Doritos Tacos, now those are really good. The ranch one. I heard the regular one just tastes like I'm eating a Dorito. Yeah, it, it kind of does. The, cool the ranch one is got this pretty solid. Yeah, the ranch one's really good. Uh, and the chili one I haven't had yet. So. Yeah, like, it's it's good, but do do eat it. I'm sorry, that makes me laugh. Do eat those. Uh, I am eating the Doritos. It sounds like somebody had a list. I have one, but that wasn't me that made the name. Uh, yeah. Maybe Jack Swagger's the one who did it. Almost forgot. Freaking the game I still play. Hearthstone is having their first expansion in December. They just announced it 
on the weekend, and they're already going to do it in December. It's going to have 120 new cards and spectator mode where you can watch somebody else play, even though they're going to make it really difficult for you to watch somebody else play. It basically tells them you're watching them, and they can shut it off. And So what's the point of having spectator mode, then, I guess, just so for your friends to watch you? Somebody's window, right? Yeah. Uh, it's called Goblins vs. Gnomes. So it's going to be themed with goblins and gnomes. Uh, I don't have time to go through the whole various cars some people got to see, what they can do, and you can look that up. But if Curses Naraximus changed the metagame, 120 cards with tinkerers and stuff that's just going to have battle cries that are going to be ridiculous, uh, this is probably going to change the game a lot. Battle so, cries. like Pokemon level battle cries, like when you throw the card out and make the sound. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I was actually being serious there. I didn't know. No, they don't. Uh, the battle cries are like special effects that the cards have. Um, I don't know why they call it a battle cry, but because it sounds cool. Yeah, I guess. Or probably they can't say tapped ability like in Magic. <laughs> yeah, I think I thought it had something to do with WoW or Warcraft for some reason, but probably not one of those things. That it... That's my knowledge. <laughs> uh, the last thing, because I'm still, it kind of makes me wish I didn't have 1.5, so I could have an excuse to get this. Just because I love Kingdom Hearts so much, but uh, they released a collector's edition for Kingdom Hearts, or they're going to. No word if it's actually coming to the U.S. or not, but it costs $100. It comes with both 1.5 and 2.5 Remix, so that's like $80 worth of the collection right there anyway, if you buy it separately. And you get uh, a... I think like... It's, or it's 24 centimeters. I don't know what that is in feet. But it's a Shadow Heartless plushie, a 30-page art book with a forward and sketches from Tetsuya Nomura, the Sora Mickey pin badge, which is the only thing that comes in the limited edition, and a steel bookcase that has different artworks and stuff like that. It needs Plus to come with games. a full-size replica keyblade. I know, I wish, but then it would probably be like $300 or something. People would buy it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people would buy it. That's, <laughs> didn't they used to sell the Keyblades? I'm getting, like, replicas and stuff. But. Yeah. But, eh, That's cool. I wish they would have announced it a while ago, though. Not wait till the game's about to freaking come out. But, whatever. It is what it is, Disney and Square. Alright, I think that's... You can blame my friend Johnny for that. That he only works in Infinity, but you can still blame him. Something else to blame your friend Johnny for. Pretty much, dang it, Johnny. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Um, let's get to those plugs, I guess. Mark, uh, I have the eight ball coming up this week. It'll be top eight crime games. 
I also have a Binding of Isaac Rebirth review hitting soon. It's already written, just so I could post it, because I'm lazy. Uh, and I have an F1 2014 review maybe getting worked on. We'll see if I actually get the copy or not. How is it? I don't know, I haven't got it. Oh. I had another issue like that with uh, Street Fighter Four, the, like, the newest edition, whatever yeah. the hell it was called. Like, I was supposed to get a 360 copy. And it never I'm surprised up. they even give physical copies anymore. It seems like they've been trying to give digital copies on purpose. People can't trade in the games. Pretty much. But it never showed up, so I just reviewed the Steam copy since I already had it. <laughs> well, uh, Robert, sorry. Yeah. Something. Uh, that is my name. Uh, Randall's old. Jeremy's old. I think I got all of your plugs in last week when you fell asleep. So. <laughs> oh, man, because I was like, damn, I fell asleep. I didn't even remember where I fell asleep when I fell asleep. I, was just I figured out the while because I was like, man, I haven't heard Robert make a sound. So I know he fell asleep. Could have been like when I was doing wrestling the match with you guys, and I fell asleep with my hand smacked the keyboard. Yeah, I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I was like, "Smack who?" <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, in terms of my plugs, Radwich Broadcasting Network, pretty good place. I do podcasts there. Uh, this Thursday, ten o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, myself and the old man Mark Radwich himself. And then the mandated reporter. We're going to be doing a uh, new Slipknot album. Uh, the gray album. Looking forward to it just because apparently it's good. Even though I'm not looking forward to it because I'm tired of Slipknot. You're tired of Slipknot? I'm tired of their fan club. <laughs> Deal with the Snip Slipknot fan club for. Yeah, like over 10 years now. It's. Because you know, like, every girl in high school like, had that Slipknot shirt. Yeah, you know, the, you know the girls I'm talking about. Yeah. Exactly. God. Uh, that and Corey Taylor's a tool. So, yeah. Uh, look out for that one. It's going to be fun. Uh, from Cheap Seats, Jason, Jesse Starcher, good guys. Love those guys. Uh, Tuesday nights, 10 o'clock. They talk sports. They usually just don't know. I've been at gay school. Uh... <laughs> Uh, there's this podcast. I like it. It's pretty good. You're listening to it. Hi, Tom. And finally, the Sentai Writer Podcast. My favorite podcast. Podcast that I do for the most fun because I actually have to schedule it since I host it and edit it. And yay. Had an episode come out on Friday. Yeah, Friday. It was actually weeks ago, but unfortunately, Blog Talk Radio is a dick. So I couldn't schedule it until then. You have to love Blog Talk Radio. Got it. Sucks. I only do one episode a day. That sucks. It's so hard. Well, especially when you have like eight podcasts on your network. Yeah. <laughs> if not more. Because, you know, that's more than one per week. But yeah, uh, Sentai Rider Podcast, uh, newest episode, talking episodes one and two of Common Rider Drive with uh, myself, my best friend Hunter, and our, uh, you know, our, our well, guest host, uh, Nick Cochran of Dance Toku Rants. You can find them at dancetokurants.rangercentral.com. Find their Facebook page. It's pretty awesome. They say nice things there. 
Uh, you can also find our Facebook page, Sentai Rider Podcast, uh, which is facebook.com slash Sentai Rider Podcast. That is S-E-N-T-A-I-R-I-D-E-R Podcast. Same address for uh, our email, which is Sentai Rider Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, just tweet me. I'm at the Metal Coop. And if you have any hate mail for me, metalcoop at gmail.com. Uh, if you have a, you know, if you have been offended by anything I have said tonight, so congratulations, you're a human being. So, I'm pretty sure that's that, that's all, folks. All right. Uh, this podcast will be back, uh, barring anything crazy happening next week on Sunday night around 11 p.m. Eastern is when we start live. If you're not listening live, hopefully you are listening on demand, Stitcher, iTunes, and TuneIn. Uh, or you can go visit com where this podcast posts usually the next day sometime whenever they get to it because we have such a problem with uh, still have a problem with Spreaker's embed code just does not work with WordPress for some reason so they have to go do it manually through their system and it takes a while like WordPress <laughs> yep exactly uh, yeah and of course uh, this is all on the same speaker page where I have my Wrestling to the Max, uh, the wrestling podcast that's on Monday nights after Raw, around midnight Eastern or such. Paul is back this week. If you're yeah, listening okay. on Monday, it's tonight. Thankfully, Paul is okay, and he's, he's good enough to be back. We'll be uh, reviewing Lucha Underground Episode 2, Raw, TNA, NXT, whatever topic we think of. Doing the news and all that stuff that we normally do. Um, on Tuesday, we're going to talk some sports on the football to football, talk about all the MLS uh, first round of the MLS playoffs that have happened, uh, all the stuff going on in the NFL with all these players that now want to be reinstated as they did bad things. Uh, and That's like me getting fired being a dick and beating my wife. Yeah. And being like, hey guys, you know, I settled it out of court. Especially Greg Hardy, who has some pretty damning evidence on the guy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I want to play. And like, Adrian Peterson too, we just saw those pictures of you beating your kid. Like, you really think people are going to be cool with you? Maybe the players are, because the Vikings suck without you. Well, but, the doing much you know, better with Hardy, but Panthers have a lot of problems. Almost as bad as my fantasy team this year. Yeah, well, not not both fantasy teams. I, I, I mean, the, in the eight-person league, I'm getting blown out like... I'm getting blown out yeah, like... I, got, I whooped you this week. <laughs> I don't know why I'm... Actually, I think I'm doing so bad is because my draft, which was great for the first two weeks, ended up imploding. Yeah, I pretty much imploded. And my team is shit now. I, I stupidly decided today that I was going to be awesome and go mess with the teams that had people just not playing anymore in the W2M League. <laughs> and I probably cost myself a win. Oh. Because uh, now uh. Chris is going to beat me, probably. <laughs> Unless uh, the Eagles defense and Cubba Benjamin get some points. Oh, dude, that's what I need against you on the other, on the, on the, uh, forum. Yeah, but you're not getting 
sixty points out of hey, you well, never like one player. You never no, I got two players. Even oh. though you've got Cam Newton, so I'm kinda fucked. <laughs> Dude, I hate it when that happens. I'm like, all right, I need Demarius Thomas to get, you know, hundred yards and a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers made it to where Gary's about to whoop Randall. <laughs> That's funny. He, he he could be laughing the entire way to the uh, the American Bank. Right. Watch Canadian football the like a few weeks ago, and I'm like, this is interesting. <laughs> they have three downs. Alrighty, well, uh, hopefully we shall see you next week. Until then, enjoy the games. Uh, you got Assassin's Creed, Unity, Rogue, and. Well, oh yeah, Halo Master Chief Collection coming out next week, so I know there'll be an, something to play for everybody. Later!